Welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snub Podcast. I am Nick Jimenez, joined by Eric Calvino. Buenas tardes. And Ivan Ocampo. Hello. All right, on this episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast, we are smoking a Viaje cigar. Wait till you find out which one. It'll be very exciting for you. I'm excited. Yep. And uh, we're also going to be talking about all sorts of stuff, like some cigar news, some uh, news from the Trump world, which seems to be all that anybody ever talks about ever these days. Seriously. Yeah, also some sad monkey news. So just when you thought the, uh, you know, the news about monkeys would be the place you go for not being sad. Some sad monkey stuff. Movie things. And also uh, other stuff on fire. Amazing. Awesome. Yep. Hey, yep. Uh, this stands to be a great day of radio. Yeah, except I don't think a gorilla is a monkey. Oh, man. Well, all that and more <laughs> yeah. on the other side of the commercial break. First, a word from our sponsor, Villager Cigars. Villiger Cigars, celebrating 130 years in tobacco, unveils its first-ever full-bodied premium handmade cigar in the Villiger La Vencedora. The Villiger La Vencedora is the follow-up cigar to the highly acclaimed Villiger La Flor de Inclán and Villiger Sandoro Colorado. This Nicaraguan puro, wrapped in a beautiful Nicaraguan Habano puro wrapper, boasts a potent full-bodied smoking experience featuring highly seasoned, hearty flavors. The Villager La Vencedora, which translates to the victor, emits a billowing aromatic smoke throughout the smoky experience. The Villager La Vencedora, a palate-pleasing, full-bodied, yet elegant cigar that will satisfy the cigar connoisseur as well as the casual smoker. All right, and our featured cigar for this episode is the Viaje Exclusivo Nicaragua. Not to be confused with the Viaje Exclusivo. You can tell the difference because this one has tobacco leaves with Nicaraguan flag colors. I made that mistake once. So, And and Andre called me out on it. Viaje Exclusivo Nicaragua by uh, Andre Farkas's Viaje brand. This in particular is manufactured by Aganorsa at their uh, Esteli factory, or I guess was, right? Because this is sort of a small batch deal. I don't know whether this is regular production or not. Um, we'll find out. Uh, we'll have to ask Andre. We'll, we'll ask Andre, but as, uh, in any case... Um, it's no, I, th- I think that the Exclusivo lines, I right. think they are regular production. I think so. I think so, too. In any case, if you come across them, uh, because even if they are regular production, they're not always well-stocked anywhere. Because these go pretty quick. Yeah, they do. As everything Viaje does. Um, so, uh, this is a number two Gordo. So, it's a five and a half by 58 uh, Nicaraguan Puro. Goes for, depending on what retailer, in the neighborhood of like 925. Uh, and I am not very far into the cigar, but it is super Nicaraguan. Like, it does not disappoint on the. You know, Nicaraguanness on the Nicaraguanness. If it's gonna, this, this this should have Nicaraguan colors all all over it. I love it though. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. We so, have to be honest though. Uh, one of the three is not smoking today. That's true. Ivan is not smoking. Ivan has, apart from wearing sunglasses, strep throat, uh, and uh, other stuff. You, you right. Yeah, I'm, to- I'm, to- with stre- I'm totally. I'm totally punking out. Okay. You're your self-diagnosing sis- your, strep your throat, Your sister right? diagnosed me with strep throat and gave me some uh, topical or... anesthesia to spray in my throat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I could have used as morphine to uh, kill yeah, pain. It was very strong. It is. It's brutal. Um, so, uh, speaking of very strong, I'm not going to say brutal, but this is strong. This is peppery up front. This is unabashedly typical Nicaraguan... Power. It does. It does have the power. I, I don't find the pepperiness to be an offensive pepperiness. No, 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 not offensive. Okay. Yeah, no, because I think some people, when you, when, when someone says peppery, they think, oh man, it's gonna sting my nose, and and this, it's not. It's incredibly well made and well balanced. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But very, but but it is pepper forward. Correct. The flavor of pepper is 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 in your face. Yeah. Um, so we'll come back to this uh, and let you know how it develops. But this, again, is Viaje Exclusivo Nicaragua. All right. So just before we started, 
recording this podcast, we got the sad news of the passing of Coco the Gorilla at age 46. Coco was known to many. I think it would Coco is, is older than any of us. Yeah. Coco. Are those gorilla years or are those regular years? I think those are regular years, but do we know what the gorilla math is? No, I, I think they're close enough to us that it's yeah. like one-to-one. Yeah. So Coco Coco lived a full life. Coco but I think fame. we would have to ask like Jack Hanna or something right. this question. Uh, but hang on a second. I'm kind of stuck on you calling uh, oh, Coco man. a monkey. I think you're right. I think monkeys have tails or something. Yes. Right. Coco is not a monkey. That was an insult to Coco who has now passed on. Why are we insulting monkeys now? By saying that calling them a monkey is... No, you were calling a gorilla a monkey. You were not calling a monkey a gorilla. So the the gorilla is the guy who's been, or the girl, because it was a female. Gorilla has been uh, insulted here. Gorillaness is a social construct <laughs> that really was only created to oppress monkeys. He's already getting po- political, and we haven't gotten to the political <laughs> segment yet. Uh, but yeah, Coco was best known for having mastered sign language. What yeah, are some, like two thousand words or something? A bunch like of that? probably more words than I know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What are what are some of your favorite Coco memories? Okay, so I you know I I didn't uh, I didn't read Coco and the Cat or whatever that book was that they that they'd done. Coco and the Cat. You know, Yamile's influence on you has started to rear its ugly head. My for those of you that don't know, my sister Yami, she she makes a song out of anything that you say. Sometimes in the office, someone will say something like, "Hey." Anybody wants coffee, and she'll just walk around going, anybody wants coffee. Like, she does that, and apparently it's uh, it's starting to catch up to Nick. Yeah. Sign language so wonderful, Coco and the cat. Uh, medley now. Yeah. <laughs> he went medley with you. No, but, uh, no, so I, I didn't read the, the Coco and the cat or Coco and the kitten. I don't remember what it was called. But, uh, but I do like the whole story about uh, when Coco ripped the sink out of the wall in the zoo and the zookeeper like walks in you guys know the story no no so the zookeeper walks in and he's like coco who did that and coco signed to the zookeeper the cat did it wow (laughs) that's good so it was it was pretty like she was funny she she really did speak sign language and uh and then there's another one where like a uh I think it was like a, a guy doing a story on her on National Geographic or something like that is asking her questions uh, and shows her like a book with birds in it. And then she tells him, I'm a bird. And the guy's like, what do you mean you're a bird? You're, you're, you're a gorilla. And he's like, no, I'm a bird. And I'm a good bird. Oh, wow. And then like back and forth. And then eventually he's like, no, she, the, you know, she says to him, no, you're right. I am a gorilla. You're a bird. <laughs> <laughs> was Coco uh, answering questions for Siri whenever you asked Siri a question? Because those are the same type of answers. That's who they tapped for the database of answers. Oh man, what a huge loss for Apple! <laughs> what are they going to do now? Who's going to answer all those questions? It's probably going to be that skateboarding bulldog. Oh, totally outside of his wheelhouse. But where else do you? Yeah, Apple's got no one left. <laughs> Ask Siri anything. I don't know, but watch this. <laughs> <laughs> if if you haven't seen it, uh, get on YouTube and search for Coco uh, the Gorilla and Robin Williams. Oh, that's great. <clears throat> I forget what the documentary was. I think this might have been a... He did like a whole series on primates or smart animals or something. I only I only saw that clip and I saw it recently. I didn't know that from before. Yeah, I think he I think he did something where it was like he was interacting with a lot of intelligent animals because there's also him like swim, swimming with dolphins and stuff. Um, but it's crazy. Like Miami dolphins like, like Dan Marino. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Laces out, Robin. Uh, <laughs> he. Um, but yeah, he's like kind of roughhousing with Coco and they're messing around and you know being being funny. Uh, you know, primates together. Uh, uh, I think I spelled Coco wrong when I put it in Google right now, as you told me to to Google it, because uh-huh. I went to straight oh, to it? Ice T's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it took you to like the uh, the movie about it, Dia de los Muertos, the, the Disney movie. <laughs> Coco. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Coco was at the San Francisco Zoo and uh, has moved on to the big zoo in the sky at forty six years old. In I think normal years. So, a toast to Coco. A moment of silence. Oh, we don't have anything to There's toast to Coco. A, oh, and the man. horn would be in, in, uh, in, yeah, just not, totally yeah. not right. Inappropriate. Right. Inappropriate. Yeah. 
Before we move on, a word from El Galang Cigars, our episode sponsor. El Galang Reserva Especial is made in four all-box press sizes, the 5x52 Airosos, the 5 and 3 quarters by 54 Apuestos, the 6x52 Gallardos, which is a torpedo, the 6x60 Obesos. All of these are 100% Nicaraguan Puros, Jalapa Oscuro wrappers on all of them. Available in stores nationwide, you can find El Galang Cigars on elgalangcigars.com or Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, El Galang Cigars. That's El Galang Cigars, E-L-G-A-L-A-N, cigars.com. El Galang Cigars. There you go. All right, so the news from Cigar Town. This is where we tell you some of the latest happenings and product releases and things. Royal Agio Cigars. Whoa, whoa, but hang on a second. Whoa, hey, mean, whoa, wait, we whoa. do have to give people a heads up that the amount of news coming yes. out of Cigar Town right now is overwhelming. Yeah, we're, we're not inundating you with all of the news we're getting because as the trade show is coming up, this is when everybody decides to uh, flood the market with all of their new products all at once. Uh, yeah, like each company has three or four press releases right, yeah. in a week. So in the interest of not having this take forever, we're spreading them out a little bit, but these are the ones that we picked for variety's sake, uh, we're just any one of these companies. I think would have more than one bit of news as well. For sure. So definitely keep uh, an eye on cigarsnobmag.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter and all that for more of this news. If you're interested in, in finding out what's new and what products are, are hitting the market, so you can ask your cigar shop about them. But in this episode, Royal Agio, how are we saying Agio? Agio? Well, they say Agio, but Agio, Agio is how we yeah. say it in this country. Royal Agio Cigars USA announced the launch of San Pedro de Macorís, a brand meant to uh, add accessibly priced products to the company's lineup of handmade cigars. The brand, named for the Dominican town that is home to Agio's factory, will debut with two blends, one called Ecuador, the other Brazil. Guess what wrappers are on those? The Ecuador blend features a shade-grown Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. Oh, I thought that would be the Brazil one. Mmm, they tricked you. While the San Pedro de Macorís has a uh, uh, Brazil has a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiraca wrapper, both blends incorporate Cuban seed Piloto Ligero filler. Both of these cigars, the San Pedro de Macorís, uh, sorry, both San Pedro de Macorís blends, will be packaged in 20-count boxes and be available in three vitolas. That's Perla, a four and four and one eighth by forty, the Corona, which is five and seven eighths by forty-two and a Robusto at 5 and one eighth by 52. They'll range in price from 475 to 550. So Agio makes Balmoral, which is a little bit higher in price point. Maybe well, a lot higher. Yeah, what are they in like that 10 to 15 ballpark? Uh, yeah, but I haven't looked recently, but I can Yeah, but they're 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 in that neighborhood. So this definitely adds some some breadth to, you know, who's uh, who's buying this and who's uh, what's accessible and what's not. So um, uh, one, one one request, if we could, yeah, sure. uh, while when you edit this afterwards, can you put in like the the San Pedro de Macorís song in the background, San Pedro de Macorís, like as you're reading that? Yeah, we can do that. I think the company would appreciate that. Cool, we'll do. Nat Sherman, which unfortunately doesn't have its own song, has unveiled the results of its. Well, branding. Yami's not here, so she oh, can't make right. up a song Nat for you. Nat Sherman. Nat Sherman has unveiled the results of its branding overhaul. The company has consolidated its product portfolio, bringing everything under three core brands, Metropolitan, Timeless, and Epoca. Epoca, by the way, uh, has been on our list of the top 25 cigars of the year. When did it make number two? That was 2016? Cigars of 2016, I believe? I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, The blends will remain the same, but packaging has been updated to reflect the new strategy. So pay close attention if you're a Nat Sherman fan. Some uh, slight changes here that you may want to be aware of. The Metropolitan brand will be home to the Nat to Nat Sherman's most traditional premium cigars. It'll feature three primary blends: the Metropolitan Connecticut, Maduro, and Habano, along with the Host and Host Maduro blends. Nat Sherman's tinned pipe tobaccos will also be part of the Metropolitan brand. Uh, Timeless is a. This is a quote. From uh, from the company, Timeless is a diverse collection of the company's most inspired and award-winning blends, according to a Nat Sherman press release. The Timeless brand will continue, sorry, will feature more unique blends that bring together tobaccos of various origins, varieties, and vintages. The Timeless lineup includes Prestige, which used to be Timeless Dominican, Supreme, used to be Timeless Nicaraguan, Sterling, and Panamericana. So again, that's Timeless. 
uh, includes now Prestige, Supreme, Sterling, and Panamericana. The company's Nats, uh, Nats Cigarillos are now branded as Timeless Cigarillos. So, especially if you're in New York City, which is home to their uh, retail shop, New York, I think, is uh, the place I'm most likely to be smoking cigarillos, considering all the walking you do on sidewalks and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, you're you're now looking for Timeless Cigarillos, not Nats Cigarillos. But uh, one of the other things, I think, I think they also uh, changed up the actual branding uh, mm-hmm. in terms of the artwork. Correct. Yeah, uh, which so, is always pretty cool, right? It looked, it always looked like a watch. Yeah, and now it's sort of like the word "timeless," but in a watch face configuration, kind of. Uh, it's sort of like around. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool looking. Yeah, I dig it. So finally, there's the Epoca brand, which made its comeback in the U.S. in 2014, considered a quote clear Havana. It was originally made in New York City. Using Cuban tobaccos in a domestic wrapper, today's Epoca draws its inspiration from that old brand. Again, uh, that has made our top 25 list. Very solid cigar. And finally, uh, during a recent phone call with Pete Johnson, we switched on our recorder and got some updates from him about what's going to be new for Tatuaje at this coming IPCPR trade show. So here is a word from Pete Johnson about what they have coming uh, to your local tobacconist. So uh, from Nicaragua, we have um, two new surrogate lines, um, well, two new surrogate editions. One's called the 8 Baller, so it would be the 8th new blend in the surrogate's line, and then, which is basically the Crystal Baller with a broadleaf wrapper, but maybe a slight tweak. And then we have the surrogate Satin Glove 654. Two cigars we're really excited about, obviously, um, especially Dan from Surrogate He's excited to see a couple new things on the uh, on the horizon. In uh, Nicaragua, also, we have two, actually three old cigars that I used to make in from 2004 to 2006 called the Nuevitas. Uh, Nuevitas is a city name in Cuba, and uh, I always thought it was a cool name for a cigar. And there was an original one called the Nuevitas, just Nuevitas, Nuevitas. It's now being called Nuevitas Esteli. 100% Nicaraguan Corojo wrapper. And the other two are called Nuevitas Hibaro, which are uh, Shagfoot. Also 100% Nicaraguan Corojo wrapper. A little stronger than the regular Nuevita line. And then for the big anniversary in Miami, we're doing a few 15-year anniversary cigars. A um, couple ones are already released in the, uh, the visual on Instagram. You can see them there. Torpedo Grande and the Bellicoso Fino in two different color shades of a Habano wrapper. But uh, these are two old blends that I had made for the Grand Havana Room back in 2004. And I decided these would be perfect for my 15-year anniversary. Other than that, we have a couple secret things that I'm not talking about yet, but they'll be at the show in Las Vegas uh, on July uh, 14th. So, All right, let's come back to this cigar. Eric. How are you feeling about this? I'm still loving it. Uh, I love the, I love how the pepper and cream are balanced. Uh, that that ha- it's very it's noticeable, right? I don't know. Are you with me on that? Yeah, it, it, like it has the, become more balanced than than that first half inch or so. Yeah. So right now you you still get that pepper, but the cream is really present. So those two together uh, make for a very nice uh, you know balanced blend, and. Uh, and then, and then it's also it's got nuts, a little bit of leather, like in the aroma. So yeah. I, I'm I'm really digging this. I've always liked the cigar. I was I was getting more nut. I wasn't sure if that was just that I have this can of nuts sitting on my desk. No, but but there is there is a a the present can of nuts is there closed. Is a, the presence of nuts. Well, no, I mean that I have it here and I've I had been eating them before I started smoking mm. the cigar. No, it's definitely uh, it's got some nuttiness to it for sure. Yeah. So uh, has has become more balanced, but but still very Nicaraguan. No. No um, doubt. I, think I mean, if, I think that was the idea. Right, right, right. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, people play up the Nicaraguan thing and the brand or whatever kind of, but it doesn't really, this is something that if you smoked it unbanded, you would be like, yeah, there's no question where this yeah, came from. I don't from. know who makes this, but man, it's Nicaraguan. Yeah. <laughs> Were you going to say something? Oh, okay. We have a silent uh, Ivan episode. <laughs> that, this... A coughing Ivan, sorry. Yeah. Coughing Ivan. Uh, so, so, yes, again, this is the Viaje Exclusivo Nicaragua. If you're into Nicaraguan cigars, check this out if you come across it. Uh, 
and again, the the band is pretty cool. I think it's one of those like it, it's it's hard to say, hey, make it look Nicaraguan on the band without getting hokey. Yeah, uh, he pulled it off here. This is a it's a classy, real classy band band. It is. It is. I mean, it's like a, the traditional viaje uh, right. branding. From by the way, from day one, this was uh, how the label looked. Right. Uh, and so, <clears throat> but I think they, uh, you know, they went with that black, uh, black and cream and and silver, and then added the the Nika colors to it. So really right. well done. So I imagine um, you're gonna put a picture of it or something in the. Yeah, we'll put a picture of it. Uh, so you could check that out. Um, check it out. Check it out. Uh, so before we come back to the cigar, we have a bunch of other stuff that we're going to talk but about. We just came back to the cigar. We're just leaving the cigar. Yeah, well, we're leaving the cigar. We'll come back to the cigar. Oh, okay. Before we come back to the cigar, we have a bunch of other stuff that we're going to talk about. Oh, we do. Including everybody seems to be. This is like the inescapable topic. Topic right now is the immigration situation at the border. Uh, if you've been living under a rock. Basically, what's going on is that for a while now, the Trump administration had taken a zero-tolerance approach to uh, arresting people who'd crossed the border illegally. Um, And because of the way the law is structured, after a certain amount of time, you can't have people detained with their children, and so you have to separate them. And this became a whole big thing, and it's been the source of all sorts of confusion about what the law is and what the law is. And, and, and whether, outrage. And outrage, and whether this is new and whether it isn't, and why are these kids here, and why aren't they with their parents, and uh, a lot of, like, is this picture from during the Trump administration or some other one? The cover of Time magazine has, like, a kind of artist's... There's a lot of creative license with that. Yeah, I think so. But. With that cover. It turns out that that kid in that picture was never actually separated from her mother. In fact, they're still detained together right now. Oh, um, but it looks good for the it cover, It does though. look good. The yeah. cover is, uh, is pretty badass. So a, a story actually just came out today where, like, the ICE agent whose legs you see in that photo uh, explains that they had just caught the mom and the daughter in the car, and they were searching the car, and then they asked the mother to put the kid down for a second while they patted her down. So the kid started crying when she was put down, because kids cry when they get put down. I'm sure the kid barely Uh-oh. knew what was going on. I'm, yeah, of course. I mean, he's scared of uh, all, all the lights and the... Right, weird. Uh, and then stop crying when the mom picked her back up. And in any case, all sorts of confusion. Fake news. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, in a, in a, it, it, you could argue that, right? I mean, I think I think it raises interesting questions about uh, some of those journalism ethics. I mean, you know, we're we're not a, a hard news organization, but uh, I, I think when when you're dealing with a subject like that, it, it it raises questions about how much you should be editorializing with pictures of actual people and altering them and and all that sort of stuff. Um, in any case, that's what's going on here. I wonder whether we had some interesting discussion the other day on on this subject. Um, but I think that in a way, this is sort of relevant to the cigar news, insofar as part of the debate is that a lot of the people who are being separated from their families are being separated while their asylum claims are being checked out. And you have to think that if things keep going the way they do in Nicaragua. You're going to have people fight, like, claiming asylum in the U.S., fleeing that. I mean, people have fled a lot less and claimed asylum. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, so I think that's something that, in a, unless things change dramatically for the better in Nicaragua, is going to be, like, you're going to have a lot of factory owners and brand owners and what have you who either have employees or employees with family who are, like, asking them for help. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting, I think, because... That it's, it, I think it's going to end up affecting that town and the families in that town, in Esteli, at God, some I point. I hope it doesn't get yeah, to that. Yeah, it's still of early. Course. Hopefully, we don't get to that point, but yeah. yeah. Right. Um, well, so, and then today you have, uh, in the news constantly, Melania Trump uh, showing up to this uh, visit to a children's det- detention center right. wearing a jacket that says, I don't care, do you? And you wonder, right. why would you wear that? Yeah, she was, like, getting on a plane, and they took a picture of her. On and off. Right, or right. I should say off when she got there, and then back on right. wearing the... It's like, why would you wear that jacket? I don't care, do you, when you are the first lady, and you're visiting uh, this hot zone, right, where you yeah. know everyone is going to be watching. and So, it can't, it can't be by mistake. You can't wear that by mistake. That's Some, by somebody mistake. saw what she was wearing that day, and even if she was oblivious and it was by mistake, somebody saw it and didn't decide to say, hey, you know, people are going to take that the wrong way. It can't be by mistake because that's just <laughs> not possible, right? 
you're the first lady. There's you, there's all sorts of handlers. There's all, right, right. I mean, there's there's people telling you, hey, listen, that's probably not a good idea. So it's either her saying, you know, I don't give a shit, or right. uh, or someone telling her to wear that. Well, Trump so did explain it. Trump explained it on Twitter. He said, "Oh, I, I didn't see this." He said it was about the fake news media. She doesn't care about the fake news. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good Trump. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, his face though helps it a lot. Face I don't care. Melania doesn't care. Nobody cares. <laughs> With the duck lip thing going, that's good. That's good, just, Nikki. Just give me my big sharpie so I can sign this. <laughs> I'm gonna sign the shit out of this jacket. <laughs> I'm gonna put such a big signature on. I'm gonna care so little you're gonna get tired of not caring. <laughs> All right. So anyway, that's what's we up. Wrap that. that up, Nick. Yeah. Like we'll be, uh, be here all week. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> What's the deal with all these new hashtag holidays is what we're deciding to call this. Um, this is where we just kind of jibber-jabber about things, and today our jibber-jabber is about all of these hashtag days. I think we're recording this the day after hashtag national selfie day. Yeah, and then today, I'm upset, Nick, because today is hashtag bring your pet to work day. Or maybe specifically bring your dog to work. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's bring your dog to work day. Yeah, we'd be wasting a lot of days on all the different pets you Exactly, exactly. But what the hell, Nick? Where's Petey? I didn't bring him. I know. I should have brought the dog. How do people find out, by the way, that... I mean, is it because everyone wakes up, looks at social media? I think that's what it is. I know, but... Uh, how, how does the first person get it? Yeah, how, how do you the, how do you declare it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How does that happen? The thing is, I mean, a, a lot of these, you know, it's not, it's not on my Google Calendar. Yeah, so like you know that like there is all these you know marketing groups like the the national I don't know San Marzano Hashtag Tomato Day Council Day. or whatever, and like today's National Tomato Day. But I don't know who's advocating for selfie day. Like, does, do selfies need awareness? Do they need promotion? Is anybody profiting from selfies? Please, no, <laughs> no, dear God, no. So. National Selfie Day, I, I I put on Twitter a little pithy comment. Oh, did you? I did. I did. He just wanted to use the word pithy. I did. I used pithy. Mm-hmm. Um, There's th- people frantically here, here are your thoughts. <laughs> hitting dictionary.com right now. Yes. I, I forget what exactly I said, but I dis- discuss true or false. Unless it's for purposes of a story or a joke, there is no dignified way for a grown man to take a selfie. Is there a dignified way? For a grown man to... Unless it's what? I Unless mean, it's uh, a joke or what else? Or a story. Or for a story. Yeah. Yeah. Or for a story. Yeah. Not like, even... Oh, like, are you... Like, not even if you're with a celebrity or supermodel Well, that would or, be part of the story, right? Like, if okay. the story is like, I met someone, you mean so the sto- here's a picture. By story, you mean the post. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, if it's for purposes of, of like, you being in it is crucial to what you're trying to say with the picture, sure. and there's nobody else Like, to take you're it. doing a bucket list type thing, you know? Yeah, but I'm talking, that's like, gym selfie, I'm getting ready to go out selfie, I'm in my car. Oh, no, no. Dudes should not be doing that. I have some very good friends that do it. My brother-in-law does it all day, every day. Everybody knows people who do it. Yeah. So, clearly, there's there's... I, I, there is some difference of opinion on this issue. I'm not saying that I'm the arbiter of what's dignified and what's not. I'm but not I, down with it. Me neither. I wouldn't even do it for a story. I can be like, I don't know, playing Augusta National and I'd have a hard time taking a picture of myself like, hey, here I am. But you, you Okay, but hang on. Well, there's a line though because I do send my wife a selfie of like where I'm at because we travel a lot. Oh. No. You don't do that? Like, hey, look, honey, look. But Part of it is proof, right? No. Hey, look, listen, I am not lying to you. I am in a tobacco field right now. Oh, I thought oh, you were talking but- about another type of selfie you were sending your wife. <laughs> <laughs> the Eiffel, here, honey, honey, here's the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> right, pass me the pass me light. Wee wee. Glad Ivan's back, right? Because he was uh, <laughs> dormant in the first half of the podcast. This is good. Uh, <coughs> so, to answer your question, no. You don't even do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're talking social media. Yeah, 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 correct. I, I think there is no good reason for it on social media. But there is a moment when it is useful. Yes, of course. <clears throat> Look, honey, I'm with a bunch of dudes at a cigar event. You know? <laughs> Here's my alibi. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. The answer is a resounding no. If it's just a picture to take a picture of yourself, don't do it. Agreed. 
at least on this panel. I will even say I have a hard time, male or female, but it's easier to excuse on the female side. Cause it's easier to look at is what you're saying. And it's not always easy to look at. No, that's true. Depends on who we're talking about. I don't, I don't need to be looking at everybody. But there is a certain amount of vanity you can engage in as a woman without entering into the undignified zone. Right? Agreed. Yeah. Uh, okay, so there you have it. Send us your thoughts. Do you take? Are you a selfie person? Are Send we wrong? Selfie, selfie dude. Right? Cause yeah. Are you woman, a selfie if dude? If you're a selfie woman, we're okay with that. And also the ladies, are you turned off by selfie dudes? So there's that. No. Yeah, that's true. We want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. If you're not, what about the car? Se- like the dudes, the dudes that do the car selfie. Yeah, like a guy in the car and he just takes a picture of himself in the car. And he, you know, you you not seen this? I just saw you do a sh- shoulder shimmy right now. Oh, well, you got to <laughs> shimmy it. You got to shimmy it when you selfie. do it. Here, but okay, that so, annoises the hell out of me. So Especially when I'm in traffic. Because I have a truck. I see down on everyone. And it's like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Can you please pay attention to the road? So here's, here now that you mentioned car selfies, this is. Uh, or car uh, videos. I'm in the same boat on those. This may not be the right term for it, but the cigar industry social media is uh, rife with handies. Oh, that's me. I'm all over that. Uh, but especially the ones where it's like, you got to make sure that you get cigar, watch, and steering wheel emblem. Oh, yeah. People do that now. You got to get those three things. No, in that's there. not me. I'm just trying to show you a good cigar. Yeah. And oh, a, yeah. And, and, a crusty, a, a and a crusty thumb. I, I don't and have a crusty thumb, though. But the crusty thumb does get you. Every time I show you one of those, you're like, oh, my God, that yeah. guy's thumb. The thumb game in the industry is strong, too. And yeah. by industry, I mean broadly, like is the it, smoker is it okay, world. Or, is it okay for us to... Charlie's got the best thumb. No, Charlie, you never see his thumb. That's why he's yeah. the best one. Charlie Minato. Yeah. Juan Kenso has a very ugly thumb. Oh man. Ooh. Oh, is that where we're going with this? <laughs> is this something people have ever told him? No, I don't know, but every time he puts are up we, a, a Are we breaking this here for the first time? Juan Cancel's thumb. I, it's an opinion. It's not, not oh, we're not man. breaking anything. Oh boy. Maybe breaking Juan Cancel's heart, but that's about it. I love you, Juan. Someone should take a Zycard of that thumb. You might not see a viaje. You might... That's terrible. I'm kidding. You might not see a viaje photo associated with this post because we might just use Juan's thumb <laughs> for the picture for this podcast episode. Um, okay, so send us all your thoughts on thumbs, selfies, Sorry, Juan. handies in the car. Uh to Handy's in the car sounds totally sounds different. Sounds terrible. To me. <laughs> sounds. Yeah, haven't had one of those in a long <laughs> ass time. <laughs> I'll settle for one in my house. <laughs> That's feedback at cigarsnobmag.com or tweet us at cigarsnobmag. As he turns back to cough out a lung. <laughs> uh, all right, next up. What is your favorite movie, or movies plural, that everyone seems to have forgotten about? Ivan? I have so many that I can dish out here. Just, just hit us with one. One. Your, your fav- I think the topic was favorite movie that everyone's forgotten about. Favorite movie that everyone's forgotten about. Okay. So, I'm going to go with Spies Like Us. Doctor? 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 Doctor. 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 <laughs> That's a great scene. So anyways, for those of you who've never seen it or they haven't caught it on a replay, it's Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase. Uh, Bill Murray? Is he in it? I don't think so. But they're bumbling spies uh, that they get sent into, I think, Russia to be decoys for the real spies. But they actually think they're the, the actual real spies. So it's a hilarious movie. Doesn't get enough credit. Oh, it's a classic movie. Yeah, it doesn't get enough credit. Uh, I just checked it right now on Rotten Tomatoes. Nobody likes it, but it's amazing. Oh, man, you checked, huh? I don't yeah. know. I don't know if people like my movie. I'm going with Red Dawn. I saw it with my kids. Oh, yeah. That's the that's the submarine movie with Sean Connery. No, dude, that's Red October. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know how you're at, like, well, when I'm at home with the boys and it's just like, and Barbie's not going to hang out with us and it's just us three i'm always searching for a movie to to show them from back in the day uh that i think they'd find entertaining and red dawn uh we caught that the other day and they loved it 
But the funny thing is, it's the Soviet. I don't know. Do you know that Nick? Are you with me on this? I know. I know of Red Dawn. I haven't so seen Red Dawn. It's the Soviet invasion of like Middle America, but then they bring in their their comrades, Cuba and Nicaragua. Oh boy! And that's that's hilarious when they when the the guy who's supposed to be the Cuban general is speaking. If I remember correctly, he's got like a Puerto Rican accent. He's oh. like, you're clearly not Cuban. <laughs> but anyway, but. Uh, no, it was a fun movie to watch with kids. Uh, yeah, that's what I got, man. I'll check it out. Red Dawn. Nick. So my... No, you won't check it out. You're lying. <laughs> no, I, I, I probably saw it already, but it's been, yeah, 30 Patrick years. Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah. It, you know what? Whoopi it, you know Goldberg. What, no, no, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> you know what it reminds Demi me Moore. of? Do you remember the Greasers? Uh, uh, the out, Sorry, the Outsiders. Outsiders, yeah. So the, the cast of the Outsiders is very similar to the cast of Red Dawn. Okay. Like, see, Michael Hall was that guy's name or something. Yeah, like that? yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, the kid, it's like except for Ralf Macchio, everyone else right, I think is right, in right. it. But uh, yeah, anyway, Red Dawn. That's what I got. So my submission here is The Rocketeer, which was 1991. Not the Elton Johnson. Elton no, Johnson. No, no, no. A Rocketeer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hey, Rocketeer. Got better with yeah, the cold. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, so The Rocketeer was a 91 movie. No, I did not see that. I'm it sorry. Was, it was good. I remember. It was, good. it was like an Iron Man type. So the premise of it is that he's like dude. a stunt pilot who comes across a jetpack and becomes like a jetpack But hero. the helmet looks like, uh, something you'd find like in a Sanford and Son, like, uh, yeah. or, or like <laughs> welding <laughs> helmet. It's the Rocketeer. Like a Sanford and Son welding helmet. Right? Oh, but wait a minute. I'm, I'm looking at this now. Uh, Jennifer Connelly is in it. A young Jennifer Connelly. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. So, I already know the answers. So, we'll we'll play a game here between the two of you. Okay. I don't know what you win. But okay. We'll this figure is that about out. your ready. movie? Like, we have, you have questions about your movie? I did which, not watch it. Which of these three movies has the highest tomato meter score Oh, on Rotten Ooh. Tomatoes? Wait. Uh, I don't know shit about Rotten Tomatoes. The higher, the better? Yeah, and we'll go okay. with the with the the critic score. Rocketeer. Highest? Rocketeer? Yeah. No, no way. Yeah. Spies like us. No way. Rocketeer. Boom. <laughs> what what does he win, Nick? Rocketeer is 63%. Spies like us 32. <laughs> <laughs> and, That's my favorite one it's of the words. Red out of Dawn 48. All right. I oh, went wow. a week in Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> Now, paid by you. Audience score: two of these movies are tied at sixty-five. Which one comes in at fifty-six? Spies like us. This is audience. This is audience score. Yeah. So clearly, everybody likes the Rocketeer. Spies like us. Fuck. Yeah. Oh for two. Oh for two, baby. God, I'm yeah. terrible at this game. All this right, movie so. is what we like to call in Cuban un clavo. Un clavo. Do you guys have favorite clavos? Kentucky Fried Movie for sure. Kentucky Fried Movie? Uh, Beastmaster. Nice. Nice. What How about you? What like? Uh, what do you like? The Red Sanja or? No, I'm trying to think of the name of that ninja. The Ninja Terminator. Ninja Terminator is one of my... That, that's got to be my favorite clavo. I don't Ninja know Terminator how you just great. picked one. You have millions of clowns. I know, but Ninja Terminator. But you like terrible. But let's. Just, I do. Yeah. Let's not call them clowns. But most people are still not understanding what that means. Yeah. Terrible movie. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like that. Admittedly, so, so bad terrible movie. Like so bad, it's good movie. So no one said the what was it the room? The room is up there. The room is up there. I don't think I've ever seen you laugh so hard. Yeah. The thing is that or I, so constantly. So I, so That's but but I watched Ninja Terminator on a flight with Ivan, and I was showing him like you got to look at this shit. Over and over and over. It was obnoxious. Pretty bad. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. It's great. It's great. <laughs> um, all right. So that is the movie segment of this episode. Don't go to Nick for movie podcast. recommendations. Do come to Nick for movie Gives recommendations. one every episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. What are you talking about? I'm not recommending one later on in our parting recommendations. You are not. I'm not. Oh. I'm not. Before we get there, though, Eric, what's going on in the World Cup? Oh, man. I've been, uh, I've been looking and... The U.S. is still not qualified. Okay. So, so that, yeah, that's what's happening in the World Cup. U.S. is still not in it. That's very disappointing. I thought by now they would have said, okay, look, there's enough shitty teams here. Yeah. Can we, like, 
throw the U.S. a bone. None of that has happened. Yeah. I'm terribly upset. Mm. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't partied once during the World Cup. I remember it's partying that... all the time. Well, you've been sick. No, I'm kidding. No, no but the time of day the... thing is uh, is tough. No, not even. 8 a.m.? I remember... Uh... South Africa? You were watching World Cup? I, I did. No, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like block parties, all sorts of... Is it because it's too early? Like in the tournament? Like it does have to get late, uh, like later on in the tournament to get to like the championship games to like get some like good action going? I don't uh, know. At least the uh, the knockout stage, right? So we're still in the group stages. Okay. There's still one more uh, round of group stage games for most groups. So, yeah, I think that, that the, the, the stakes are ratcheted up next stage. So, okay. so maybe there'll be more parties, but... Does that end up depending at all on, especially being in Miami? Yeah, who, who's in this knockout who's in, stage? Yeah, like, so you got Spain, Brazil uh, seems to have uh, qualified through to the knockout stage. So I think those are the big parties, right? Brazil and, and, and Spain. How's Colombia doing? That's my favorite team Not to root good. for. Not no? Oh, Not when good. they do good, the fans those come are, out. Those are good parties. Best fans. And Peru's not doing good either. Oh, there was no. a Peruvian restaurant here that was packed the other day, and they were all crying. Oh, oh. well, you can't taste it in your ceviche anyway. So. <laughs> ceviche, what is it? Um, Chifa Dukan. <laughs> Chifa Dukan. <laughs> Sorry, that's an inside joke. <clears throat> oh, salty chalfa. Um. All right. Most of the country has no idea what these no. dishes are, but these are Peruvian <laughs> dishes that yeah. were uh Just make sure rambling. to go to your local ceviche place and ask for jugo de lágrima. Uh, or leche your... de tigre. Or leche de tigre. Uh, Not leche de mi palo. No. <laughs> Thank oh, you for right. that, though. Before we get into our parting recommendations, a word from our sponsor, Villiger Cigars. Villiger Cigars, celebrating 130 years in tobacco, unveils its first ever full-bodied premium handmade cigar in the Villiger La Vencedora. The Villiger La Vencedora is the follow-up cigar to the highly acclaimed Villiger La Flor de Enclan and Villiger Sandoro Colorado. This Nicaraguan puro, wrapped in a beautiful Nicaraguan Habano puro wrapper, boasts a potent full-bodied smoking experience featuring highly seasoned, hearty flavors. The Villiger La Vencedora, which translates to the victor, emits a billowing aromatic smoke throughout the smoking experience. The Villiger La Vencedora, a palate-pleasing, full-bodied, yet elegant cigar that will satisfy the cigar connoisseur as well as the casual smoker. All right, and we're wrapping up this episode as we always do with our parting recommendations. This is where we let you know some things that you might want to buy, smoke, drink, eat, watch, do. Ivan, what do you got for the people? I got a good one this time. So, <clears throat> I like to use shower gel instead of a bar of soap Ooh, to take a so, shower, all uh, right? We're talking, wait, you use uh, like a loofah sponge or something with I the do. shower gel? Yeah, I'm a loofah guy. Oh, boy. Or a little r- dirty rag. Dirty rag? Yeah, whatever. You <laughs> went from, I'm going to tell you about this great shower gel with a loofah sponge too, yeah. or a dirty rag. Yeah. Uh, so, where was I? So, I like these shower gels, right? I'm not the the Irish spring guy with a bar of soap. Not that guy. I like the shower gels. Unfortunately, my wife buys most of my soap, so I always end up borrowing hers. Which is, is some usually some fruity strawberry mm. watermelon. Mm. I don't know. It ends up smelling like Massengill or something when I when oh, I God. use it. <laughs> I think you went the wrong way there, but okay. So, anyways, I hate it. So I was at Target and I picked up this Harry's shower gel. It's like five or six bucks. I'm like, sounds manly enough, and it was cheap. Is this the Are same we, Harry's it, as, the, uh, the as the razor, razors? The razor? Yes, same thing. Okay. So, oh, not the same Harry's as the pizza? Harry's pizza here? No, I do like Harry's pizza. Yeah, though. it's very good. Shower gel, you should try too. So I picked this thing up. I got the fig scent. So he just finished saying... I know, but it's, ma- it's like man fig. Man fig? <laughs> they are male figs. <laughs> Dude, listen. Go out sure. and buy it. This thing's awesome. You're you're gonna feel like a man. You're never gonna want to use one of those fruity bath gels that your wife uses. Mm. Trust me, and it's cheap. I don't even know if it's got any soap in it to clean anything, but it smells. 
<laughs> it suds and it smells good. That's Might as well it. just like mash up a fig Newton in that dirty rag and. Yeah, well, I mean, if that's where you were gonna go, if you're just doing it for the fig smell, I'm into it though. That doesn't sound bad. The it's fig good. smell is the manliest of the fruit smells. I couldn't tell it was fig, honestly. Oh, but that's what it's called. It tell it smells good. Hmm, I'm into it. Yeah. So, speaking of things that smell good, my recommendation. Grocery store freezer aisle Cheddar Bay biscuit mix. It's oh, sorry, not freezer aisle, like uh, biscuit mix area. Grocery store. If you like Red Lobster biscuits, I've done that. Solid biscuits. Yeah, awesome. It's surprisingly close, if not identical, to what you get at Red Lobster. I haven't been to a Red Lobster in thirty years. My God, yeah, me neither. Eat these, and the memories They're will good. come rushing back. <laughs> uh, I also have not been to a Red Lobster in a very long time, but this is like this and. For me, anyway, I don't know how you feel about this. The fact that their fried calamari includes fried uh, uh, broccoli. Hang on a second. Are we now talking about Red Lobster? We can if you want to. I'm no, just saying but my... that you're saying that they're fried calamari. No, no, no. I'm saying the, the, the Cheddar Bay Biscuits is the Red Lobster brand Cheddar Bay Biscuit oh, Mix. Okay. Yeah, this is a Red Lobster brand. So it's like the biscuit mix from Red Lobster. Okay, I, I, I had missed all of that. And those biscuits are like the main reason to go to, to Red Lobster. Now you don't have to go. Now, you're going to have cheddar baby biscuits at home. I so, have a box that's like two years old. Do you think that expired? No. No? No. All right, bring, cool. bring it over. We'll make them right here. Awesome. Cool. Huh. On the next episode of the podcast, we... Did anybody get hospitalized after Ivan's <laughs> yeah. cheddar baby biscuits? <laughs> so, that's my recommendation. Eric, what do you got? So, I was, uh, I was watching Spain versus uh, Iran. Go! I was watching Spain versus Iran, and then right as they go to halftime, there is a dude in the stands who's about to light a cigarette, and he uses, he opens his wallet, and a gigantic flame comes out of the wallet, and he lights his cigarette with a wallet. A flamer wallet. I think they call it a flame wallet, (laughs) but he didn't. No, not a flamer wallet, a flame wallet. But uh, anyway, I looked this thing up. You're recommending a flamer wallet. A Flamer Wallet. Uh, I looked this thing up. It's 30 bucks, And it's, I mean, it's downright scary looking when you open the wallet and a giant flame comes out of it. So that's my recommendation. I have no idea if it works, if it doesn't, if it's a, I don't know. But yeah. the dude looked fucking cool doing it. Does it come in a torch version? That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Torch Wallet. Torch Wallet. We're going to have to look into this. All right. So. Stay tuned to the Cigar Snob Podcast for updates on our survival of the Cheddar Bay Biscuits, Torch Wallets, and more. You can find us at cigarsnobmag.com slash podcast or on social media. Just search for Cigar Snob Mag. I think that's it, right? I think that's all we got. Shout out to Diego Maradona. Keep him lit. That's those right. Games. Smoking, he was smoking, smoking at the game. Yeah, smoking cigars. Right in front of that no smoking Suck my finger. I'm smoking in this game. Yeah, and uh, suck my finger. And then they, yeah, I don't think anybody gets that one. But okay, we'll uh, throw it in here at the end. Yeah, uh, and then um, they they asked him to put it put it out, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't know I couldn't smoke." What? What? I didn't know I couldn't smoke no, in a stadium. No cigar smoking here. Yeah, and he's like standing right in front of the no yeah, smoking yeah. sign. So that was. Uh, here, I'm, here. I'm not a big fan of Maradona. Of, of Diego Maradona, I don't like him as a person. Which, by the way, for our but non was, uh, for our non soccer fans, this is the Argentine soccer legend. hero. Yeah. yeah, legend, hero, mythical figure. Yeah, like Pele level. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hand of God mm-hmm. uh, maneuver. But uh, I don't like the guy. But kudos on the cigar smoking at the World Cup. Well done, sir. Yep. Uh, if as long as I'm going to make one last recommendation. If you haven't already seen this. If you're a fan of Vice short documentaries, it's like six minutes long. Vice did a documentary you can find if you look up football as a religion, the Church of Maradona. Oh, and cool. it's about a small group of Argentines who actually set up a little club that basically is about worshiping Maradona as a god. And it is... His ego does not need this. It's hysterical. It's great. It's the most Argentine thing you'll ever find on the internet. Other than a churraco. <laughs> there you go. All right. With that, take care. Later. Ciao.